welcome back everybody it's that time of week again green room podcast episode three of the season we're just churning these things out like butter tony paul the detroit news joined by my colleague michigan state beat writer matt charbonneau who's having all sorts of computer problems today and he's in a fantastic mood matt <laughs> hey remember when you used to you used to keep track of every episode we had episode number like 20 something i know that's back when we uh that's back when we had a good work ethic well that and good working um internet apparently yeah right yeah i don't know so what's in, going on. in livingston county you get high gas prices and poor internet if anyone wants to oh bitching about gas prices I'm just saying, it's getting, you know, it's getting old. <laughs> I'm just saying, for some reason in this part of the county, I don't know why it's more, but so I fill up when I'm in East Lansing. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, all right, well, we'll try to get through this uh, with minimal interruptions from your wonderful um, AOL prodigy dial-up. There you internet, go. So. I got 750 hours of AOL. All right, you got all the discs. You or minutes them. or whatever they used to give you. Yeah, yeah you collect those discs. <laughs> I remember when those discs would come. You collect them like baseball cards. Yeah. You, the younger people have no freaking clue what we're talking about right now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you used to have to plug into your phone and then wait eight hours and hear <laughs> that screeching chalkboard, nails on a chalkboard sound for 10 seconds, if you were lucky. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, we're... Uh, we're, we had a little hiatus from the Green Room podcast, but we're on a roll here. We're, we're sticking with it so far. This is week three. Uh, Michigan State, 2-0. and Not sure what the hell that means. Uh, I don't think anyone is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we're going to find out a little bit something this week uh, against also 2-0 Washington. Not sure what their 2-0 means either. Neither team's played a, an opponent really worth much. Um, no disrespect to Western. Actually, Western is – Probably one of the better non-conference foes anyone in the Big Ten has played. Um, so um, anyway, so two and zero, two and zero. Michigan State goes out west. They've been ordered not to sleep for more than thirty minutes on the plane ride. That was the big news that came out of yesterday's press conference, which I which I pointed out was thirty minutes more than I've ever slept on any plane in my life. Never able to. Um, Seven thirty night game. Well, afternoon game out there. Night game for our purposes. Uh, big game. First test for Michigan State. We're going to find out a whole lot more this week. Yeah. So you're saying the no thirty minute, no sleep longer than thirty minutes on the flight. That was bigger news than telling us there's uh, that Jaden Reed will be ready when he's ready. Is that true? Well, I mean that is pretty definitive. <laughs> um, just in case anyone leave hasn't paid attention, Mel Tucker is not a fan of giving injury updates. Yeah, leave it to Mel. Oh. Imagine if he was your family doctor and he had news to share with you. Yeah, and... you'll find out when you find out. Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's the <laughs> look. So that's my public service. So when everyone's complaining, they're not getting information. You know, this is. Blame look, at the, look at the bright side. If you're not getting information about injuries, then it's not season ending. Right. So you got that going for you. Yes. So that's a good that that is a good sign, and I honestly think Jaden Reed's going to play this week. Um, the Big Ten Network at the time he had a cut on his back, you know, sliding into the bench. Um, he was out on the on the sidelines in the second half, so I I would suspect he plays. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of this, that's the frustrating thing about football schedules now. We don't, and there's so many teams like this right now. That's great. You're two and zero, big whoop. It, I don't know what any of it means. I mean, Michigan State's defense has been way better. The rushing attack has been probably better than we would have thought. Peyton Thorne hasn't been very good on the other side of it. But what does it all really mean? I, 
What does it mean, Matt? We need an answer. And that's the same same thing, you know. Sports writers aren't. I thought sports writers weren't allowed to say, "I don't know." Oh please! Well, we don't know. Even if they don't know, they have to just say something, right? Isn't that the way of the world these days? Well, sure. So I'll tell you that Washington's out there playing Kent State and Port. You know that powerhouse Portland State. Yeah. Um, the bigger issue, I think you, you go with the things you do know, and you do do know if you're a Michigan State fan that Michael Penix has done a number on you in the past. I've heard of him. Yeah. The hope is that your past defense, the, the you know, the improvement you see this year is real. It is a sign of, you know, things turning around, whether it's the pass rush, whether it's, you know, the opportunistic defense of forcing turnovers. Um you know, there's some concern. If you watch that Akron game last week, they had a mobile quarterback, although Michael Penix isn't nearly as mobile as he used to be. Um, that was, you know, Akron. None of us, none of us are, to be fair. No, that's fair. But Akron was moving the ball okay until you know a couple fumbles, and then that quarterback got knocked out of the game. And, you know, and then you saw what you saw. So it all comes. We back would to call play. that. We would call that the front door cover. Yeah, so it was all back to uh, my way of saying we we still don't know. And but but so much of this goes back to like Miami last year. It was the same position, right? Um, it was that moment where you thought, okay, you know, Miami wasn't didn't turn out to be a great team. They were okay, but that's when you really started to believe Michigan State might have something here. And I think this this game offers you the same opportunity. And it doesn't necessarily mean if you lose that the season's over, uh, but it, it it'll give you a heck of a lot better idea of. Those those things, the rushing attack, the defense, are those things legitimately good? Because, um, you know, the other thing is the Peyton. I don't know how worried to be about Peyton Thorne at this point. Um, it feels like the fan base is a little panicky right now. Well, I mean, look, I mean, the, the guy's, you know, he's pretty critical of himself and, uh, you know, he's pretty hard on himself and he hasn't been great, but – you know what? Sometimes you know you need a game like this to to kind of get you going, and uh, yeah. you know an opponent to get you excited, and uh, and uh, we'll find out. You know, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he comes out and, and has a good game. Uh, I think it's a little too early to panic. The good thing about this game is that you're going to find out before Big Ten play what you are, and what you know, pretty good idea. I think I'm not. You're not playing the best of the Pac-12 or the Pac-8 or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> You know, but you're playing a very formidable opponent with a very formidable quarterback, um, uh, a good offense. Um, so at least you're going to find out before Big Ten play, you know, as opposed to these other, you know, clown shows in the Big Ten where, you know, they're, you're not, they're not going to know for weeks, you know. So Michigan State's going to have a pretty good idea. Michigan State fan base is going to have a pretty good idea. So, yeah. Um, the, the other thing, too, real quick on Peyton Thorne is I think there's something to that in terms of who you're playing. And the way he's played. Now, yeah, there's been some times his footwork hasn't been great in the pocket. And he's looked a little skittish. But even talking last week about the first interception he threw against Akron on that flea flicker where he couldn't even see – the pass rushers on him, he couldn't even see the receiver. And he threw it out there anyway. He said his thought was, well, well, Keon's out there on single coverage. I'll just throw it. And you're so playing an opponent where mistakes like that aren't necessarily going to kill right right so now in a game like you know you're playing a power five team like washington or a week later when big 10 play starts i'm certain peyton thorne doesn't make the same decision you know he either finds a way to throw away or just takes the sack and moves on i I think there's something to be said about that you could you know you could question him and say well that's not exactly the approach i want my quarterback to take but you can at least understand why some of those 
throws were made. And then also see Jaden Reed hasn't been on the field as much. So you're outside of Trey Mosley. There's not a ton of experienced receivers out there. Um, so there's there's that. Is, did a receiver, you know, break too early? Is he not exactly where Peyton Thorne's expecting him to be? You know, there were some coverage break or uh, blocking breakdowns. There's a lot that goes into it, but, you know, he he hasn't been sharp. But I think there's there's reasons beyond just, oh, something's wrong with him or, you know, he suddenly can't complete a pass or something. I, I don't think we're looking at Brian Lewerke of 2018 where you're like, what happened to this guy? And that's pre-injury. I know he got hurt five, six games into that year, but he wasn't playing well before that. But I, I understand Michigan State fans being nervous about that, but I, I'm not at all ready to – to say anything like that. Yeah, so calm down, Matt says. Calm down. Yes. Deep breath. Deep breath, everybody. Nothing to panic about yet. Um, yeah, Michigan State at Washington, 7.30 Eastern time. It'll be on ABC, national television game. We're going to get a – the nation's going to get a look at this thing and see what Michigan State has cooking. Obviously, the big story, uh, you know, from, from the Washington perspective and the Michigan – and, you know, Michigan State, what they have to control and contain is, is like you said, Michael Penix, Jr., um, he played, I think, 12 years at Indiana and was a free agent with Washington this offseason. Um, obviously, reuniting with his coordinator, um, his old coordinator at Indiana. And uh, the early results, now again, they played Kent State, they played Portland State. Uh, but the early results, pretty good. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's thrown for 335, 37 yards, 345 yards, four touchdowns, two touchdowns. Um, you know, good completion percentage, particularly the last game against Portland State. Um, he's dangerous. Michigan State knows this. They found out this in 2019 when he put a he put one hell of a scare into him. Um, not as not the runner he was, and that's that's a big deal. Um, he's had like he's had surgeries. You know, he's had injuries. Um, so he's not the runner he was. So that's you know that's a good thing for Michigan State. He's not the mobile quarterback that terrorized them, maybe, but uh, he's getting it done with the arm, and he's going to be tough to contain. Yeah, and I think that's I think that mobility thing's important, especially when you're talking about. The way Michigan State's getting after the quarterback now. That the interesting thing we'll to see to see will be the continued evolution for a guy like Jacoby Winman, who we've you know four sacks in the first game. But in in one week, you saw a big difference on how teams are trying to deal with him. I mean, the amount of times you had a a running back you know chipping the guy on the on the rush, maybe a tight end helping with cut you know blocking on Jacoby Win it that stuff didn't exist in in week one, and by week two it was already happening. So it'll be interesting to see how that evolves this week and the other thing too is that if if a team like Washington is focusing so much on you know the protection on him you really need some other guys to step up is this a time where some of the other transfers like Chris Bogle or Aaron Brule come into play can Jeff Petrowski be that try hard guy that really takes advantage of that it's it's going to be testing this because even though Michael Penix isn't going to run like he used to I mean you did mention he's not really a 12-year guy but the guy's been around and played in a lot of games mm-hmm. Um, so he's not going to get like rattled, you know, he does still have a good presence in the pocket. Um, even though he might not run for a hundred yards, he still knows how to move around in there and evade the rush. So uh, it's, it's a big test for this defense. You know, the cornerbacks, the the secondary has been okay, but again, haven't really been tested. So, uh, this is the biggest, what's the word I'm looking for. This is the biggest reveal of, of what's real and what isn't is this past defense really getting better. Or is it really just a product of, of the schedule? So, uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they've obviously played two pretty weak offenses so far, um, comparatively to what Western again was last year. I mean, I think Western's offense is solid, but they're not what they were. Yeah, 
Um, and uh, so Michigan State's defense has looked good. But, yeah, they're, we're going to find out. And, uh, and that's cool. I mean, look, you know, you look around the rest of the Big Ten and, you know, the, the supposed top teams in the Big Ten, and you're not going to find out anything. You know, Ohio State, okay, they beat Notre Dame. Well, that's great. You know, who hasn't? <laughs> you know, I mean, Michigan's going to play Connecticut. I mean, the, Michigan's going to play three of the worst FBS yeah. schools in the country in one season. Uh, at home? Are they all at home? I haven't noticed. I don't think they're going to stores. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Or Hartford or wherever. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, it's yeah. an embarrassingly bad schedule. That's it's horrible. It's it horrible. And I get it. You know, you got to play one. You play one of them, play two of them. You know, these 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 teams need to, you know, get these buy games to, you know, to fill up their athletic budgets. You know, it's pretty scary what's happening with the power with the power conferences. If we go to two or three and all of a sudden you got to play 10 conference games and then there's only room for two buy games and that's going to kill some of these schools. I mean, Central Michigan, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, so they basically fund their athletic budgets on buy games. Yeah. And when they'll start going away, so they have to happen. I get it. You got to have one, maybe two of them. Uh, but three of the worst teams in college football is it, for Michigan is ridiculous. And, you know, look, you're going to have a hard time, no, you know, going into that first big game, whenever the hell that is, might be Michigan State. Yeah, uh, probably because, Iowa. You know, yeah. Iowa, yeah, well, maybe. Probably, well, I mean, they're they going just, to Iowa. I get it. Yeah. Iowa's defense is good, and their offense, they just they don't have one. And, um, <laughs> and so uh, they're playing with just the defense, which is a unique strategy. But, um, but you know, well, we, we, we don't know what Ohio State is yet. We don't know what Michigan is. But at least we're going to find out a little bit about Michigan State. Um, I feel better about Michigan State, oddly, than I did at the start of the season. And not because they just murdered two bad opponents or mediocre opponents or whatever, but um, boy, you, you just get the sense that Mel Tucker knows how to identify talent and go yeah. after it, and um, and that's in the portal. Um, so if they could stay, you know, continue to stay, well, continue to stay. I mean, they already lost one defensive guy, and they already maybe you know Reed, who knows when he's coming back, but you know, stay somewhat healthy there for you know going into Big Ten play. I, I feel better about this team. I think I had this game as a loss. When we were pretty sure you did because you're season. yeah you're Mr. Negative so you probably you did only had one more loss than you did yeah whatever um, I am Mr. Negative this is true uh, <laughs> hey uh, real quick interject real quick did you see Kent State's non-conference schedule no they go they're away Washington Georgia Oklahoma all on the road mm-hmm. good luck with that there's five five six million dollars in the bank yep works for us Get a check <laughs> clears baby. You know, yeah, but you definitely had. By the way, you know one of the things. Getting off on a tangent here, you know one of the things that bothers me though is this big narrative that everyone, whenever a, you know, a, a smaller team or a bad team beats a power five on the road, and everyone's like, "Oh, Notre Dame just paid Marshall one point three million dollars to lose to beat them," and it's like, you know, this is a game of humans. Like there are going to be games where there are going to be upsets. Now, now Georgia Southern Nebraska. Yeah, uh, you can't convince me that Scott Frost just said screw it. <laughs> maybe I can. Well, maybe, I, maybe I can just get my extra seven and a half million dollars if I lose this game. You can't convince me otherwise. I'm sorry. Well, offensively they played okay. Yeah. Well, that yeah. But um, yeah. What a week last week was in college football. The Sun Belt. Baby. By the way, they're the third power conference. How desperate were the Nebraska boosters to be done with their yeah. 
their their hero yeah. when they could have just waited three seven years. and a half million dollars. Yeah, because let's you're, you're not saving now. you're not saving the season. No, you're not saving the season. You're not saving the season, and it's just uh, yeah, what a sad story that is. I mean, you go yeah. from hero to just total, you know, total disassociation with your place where you won a national championship. Allegedly. Yeah, I, it'd be interesting to see. I, it's got to be tough. How do you how how's that guy treated at his alma mater? Well, and here's that almost happened to Jim Harbaugh. Right, but Jim Harbaugh wasn't this bad. No, he wasn't this bad, but he was almost bounced. I mean, he took a pay cut. He did. Basically, was told you better win or you're out. I mean, he took that was what a pay. That's what a pay cut usually means. And then he won, and he tried to be out. Yeah, exactly. Then he won the Big Ten, and he, you know, but uh, you know, they, you know, there was yeah, that's a problem. You know, they say you can't go home again. It's tough. There's pressure. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, in a lesser extent, I mean, Alan Trammell's legacy was diminished a little bit at the time when he took over as manager and that was a disaster. I think that that's been completely healed, but you know, at the time it didn't help him. Um, you know, it's, it's tough to go home, man. but for him, Scott Frost, I mean, I remember when I went, what the hell happened to Nebraska football, by the way, I went to, I remember out of college, I got an internship um, to be at a paper in Connecticut, the Hartford current to be a sports copier. So they, they took us as a group, as a group of the sports copywriter interns through this program. And they, we had like two weeks of training and our training happened to be in Lincoln, Nebraska, all places. Oh, good town. Uh, which actually was real. I liked it. Um, I really did enjoy it. Um, from what I remember, I was a big drinker back then. So, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but anyway, the football uh-huh. was just at that. It was just, it was 2002. They were legit. Like football was football. What the hell happened to Nebraska? I don't well, know. I mean, I mean, there's. I, we could have a whole podcast. I know. I know. We're, we're off on a tangent, but the Big Ten's been so of, fascinating, and Nebraska's part of it, and Iowa's part yeah. of it, and Wisconsin loses, and I mean, yeah. who the hell's going to win the West? The West is garbage. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's awful, and it's I mean, awful every year. Well, it's not awful every year, but it's it, bad every year. It's subpar compared to what the rest of Power Five divisions are. Well, top to bottom, it is. Yes, um, you know the Nebraska thing. I mean, we go on and on. I mean, recruiting is a huge thing. Recruiting has changed so much yeah. that you know, try and get kids to Nebraska on an unofficial. Well, event. clearly yeah. they have boosters who could pony up some money. Yeah, but that's they're... just that's that's just changed. I'm saying I understand that. I understand you know, that. It's, you know, you think about it now, where they are. When you're Michigan, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Wisconsin, in this area, you're, you know, you're right in the middle of a, of a recruiting hotbed where most recruits can be on your campus in like a four or five hour drive. Same in the Southeast, you know, whether you're Bama, Auburn, LSU, those things. Well, you're in Nebraska. There's no players in Nebraska. Well, how, no did, they do, how did they do it for so many years? It was different back then. You didn't have all these unofficial visits. There were... We could go on and on about Nebraska potentially looking the other way. Uh, uh, this is this is not the corn shuck podcast, but I hear you. But I hear anyway, you. I don't guess, know. The yeah. West, the West is as bad as bad as it's ever been. It's so <laughs> bad. So it's the so Minnesota bad. thing might, you know, Michigan State plays Minnesota in two weeks. Uh, you know, Minnesota's you Minnesota's the team. I mean, I, they're the yeah. team. And to me, I mean, and and they're not great, but they're no. they're good. You know, they're good and uh, good enough. In that division, they're the team, and so yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, the Big Ten is so fascinating right now because again, in the East, you don't know what you have. In the West, you know what you have, 
and it's <laughs> ugly. It's really bad. Um, it's it's so so bad. Um, yeah, well, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, that's the other thing. Penn State needed Purdue to hand them a gift to win their game at Purdue. Like, so see, that's the thing. Like, I'm pretty sure what Penn State is. They're not very good either. Like, I don't they're think. Okay. Yeah, they're they're, okay. they're they're fine. You know, if they get really really lucky. They might be able to pick one off against Ohio State, but. I don't think so. I, I, I think, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State are the teams as of now. But, again, we're going to find out. At 7.30 on Saturday night what we're going to what we're gonna have from Michigan State. Uh, are they going to wear any cool uniforms? Or, you know, you know what? They have, they've, they've talked more about sleep banks and, you know, nutrition than they have about uniforms. So, mm-hmm. um, all I know is going west is not Sucks. usually good for not just – Michigan sucks. State, but Big Ten teams. I mean, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying the flight sucks. Well, just their success out there. I mean, you know, they lost to Oregon in 14, although Oregon was, you know, that was a good, was a good national game. championship game team. But, you know, what was it, 17 or 18 at losing at Arizona State? You know, not very good team. Yeah. Um, that was also the slide with the slide with Michigan State under D'Antonio. But, yeah, but I mean, it's just going west is it's it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's that flight easy. that flight sucks. It's long. You're going yeah, well, that's the, why they're going the, yeah. You're going into the wind. I mean, it takes like it seems like it's an hour longer to go to Seattle than it is to go from Seattle to Detroit. Well, it usually is a little yeah. bit more, but you know that's why they're putting so much focus on all this stuff leading up to kind of like they did with Miami last year and the playing in the heat. This has been the big thing in terms of the time change and all that sort of stuff and the sleep. You know, we can laugh about it, but. There's all, all, this, matters, all these studies matters. on the on the sleep they're doing and no, the going, diet. To, going to different climate or different yeah. uh, different time zones. Yeah, that's that's not easy. That's why that's why Hawaii really struggled at, at Michigan. I mean, that's just <laughs> yes, five yes. time zones away, and uh, <laughs> that was it. No never, other reason. No other reason. They never had a chance. It was just the time zones. Um, yeah. Anything else going on at Michigan State Athletics right now? Basketball. Yeah. You got basketball news. There's, an There's bad, ba- bad basketball news. I know. You're always so negative. Me? I didn't I didn't hurt Jade Nakin's foot. Well, where were you? Stress. I love these things. Stress reaction. Like, what? I don't even know what that means. Like, okay. It's apparently what happens before there's a stress fracture. Mm-hmm. So, the good news is, if you're looking for, you know, the sunshine of this, is that they got it before he actually did fracture his foot so the whole you know four weeks that's what they're hoping if if he's okay in four weeks and then he'll be still all right. got three four weeks to practice before the first game those foot things with basketball players oh man right i mean it's, it's i mean those, those how many can, times those linger those linger yeah if you're not completely healed that can be a th- an, an issue all year right um, it's like a blister, it's like a blister with a pitcher in baseball. Yeah, it just seems bad. like it just seems like it takes way more time to re- really get better. Yeah, and it's you know negative for Michigan State for two reasons because Jay Nakins they're counting on to have a big year. I mean he's going to be big part of this rotation. And the other part is uh, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but you're short a few scholarship players, <laughs> as if that's been talked about. So they're not exactly very deep. Um, you can't really afford. I mean, Tom Izzo normally plays 10, 11, 12 guys early in the season. Um, yeah, those days, those days are limited, and that's we'll see how that affects him. But not exactly the news you wanted to hear. But it is better now than say January, right? When you're hoping to be in the Big Ten race. So for yeah. Jaden Aiken's sake, hopefully he's everything's taken care of. I mean, he was in a walking boot, I guess. So you know. 
we'll see. But uh, they start practice in what? What's today? The 14th? Today is the 14th. They start practice in 12 days. Yeah, crazy. The, this time of year, I love it and I hate it. It's I love it in that it's just so much sports. And yeah, by it, the way. And I hate it in that there's just so much work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you expect a, a lot of time to do this uh, podcast in November, well, we'll we'll find a way. We'll we'll get we'll get you as you're as you're traveling. Uh, you know, taking the taking the train to Happy Valley or wherever. No train. I'm not taking a train. with the rail workers are about to go on strike. I'm uh, on a train. God, bill. I know. As if as if things need to be more expensive. Oh, it's going to be brutal. Um. Uh, what else was? Oh, you're going to Maui next year, huh? Well, that's in two years. Two years. Twenty-four. Sorry, sorry man. Um, you always see, find a, you always find a way to get there. You always find a way. Well, they had extended the time. It was they were doing like every five, and then they extended it out because they went in. So what was that? Nineteen. They went and they hadn't gone since 2010. Yeah. So back on like kind of a little five-year rotation for a lot of these top teams. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. if we're all covering sports on a daily basis. Right. Yeah. Well, falls yeah. from now. Yeah, I bet we will be, and we just you know. By the way, I was at Speedway today getting uh, my big big gulp. Of course. And uh, the, the lady ahead of me uh, had a paper in her hand, and it was the Detroit what? News, and I had to stop and ask her. I, I just had to just double check. <laughs> <laughs> I thanked her, and I thanked her for buying a paper, and it's good to see that people still do. But, you know, if you don't want to buy the paper and you want to get online, all the content, DetroitNews.com, two years, $22. You can't find a better deal than that. You get all the content you get all of matt's opinions the good ones and the bad ones uh you get all sorts of good stuff you get the wojo columns the neo columns the angelique shingles coverage detroitnews.com two years 22 dollars for a subscription you can't beat that it's, hey it's the only place you can see me go two twelve and one in my picks oh god i hope you didn't put real money on that no it was in the paper i know i know no, i, I hope you didn't actually bet it no not any of those games no I'm not a big gambler just because I know how bad I am at it. And yeah, no, I hear and I just want to bet more to try and win it back, and that yeah. wouldn't go well. So yeah. you've, uh, seen me, you've seen me at a poker table. You should know. You're not a bad poker player. I like poker more than anything because it's there's some skill involved. And so at least you're some just not pissing your money away. <laughs> um, you know, um, but the biggest Michigan State news this week, tennis. Tennis. Oh, tennis. I thought you were going to talk about the president. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, whatever. It, oh, it, wait a minute. You tell me the board of trustees at Michigan State whatever. has a problem with the president? My God, I'm shocked. That board of trustees. Don't get me started. Whatever. And let's just, it's not just this group. This has been going back. No, this has been going on since long before I went to Michigan State, long before yeah. you went to Michigan State. It's the, the Michigan State board of trustees. Is just something else, and uh, hey, something what, else. That's a that's a good way to put it. With yeah, that, but you can follow all our coverage there to see what happens with the with the president of Michigan State. You know, yeah, whatever. Um, Ozan Barris, Barris. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. He is an incoming freshman at Michigan State on the tennis team. He won the U.S. Open Junior Doubles Championship this week. That's pretty exciting stuff. So, that's the biggest news in Michigan State. Clearly, but, yeah. The bigger news coming up. Uh, the big game, the first big game of the season, Washington hosting Michigan State, both 2-0. No idea what that means. We're going to find out. Excited. Last week, remember, we wanted to go to the Apple Orchard and pick some apples and get some cider instead of watch the game. Yeah, this week, I'll that, actually want to watch the game. Excited. I think this is the first one, and it's leading into a good stretch of football for Michigan State with Minnesota the following week to open up the Big Ten schedule. So you can um, 
get all your content. Matt's got all your coverage this week, previewing the game and covering the game Saturday uh, from the west, the left coast. Um, so you can check out all that. Angelique has everything from Michigan with Michigan's huge game against another powerhouse in UConn. She's got that. Wojo's got his hilarious picks. Neo's got his column. You got Matt's power rankings. You've got it all. DetroitNews.com. Again, two years, $22. Other than that, Matt, I think that's a wrap. Uh, big game yep. this weekend. Enjoy your travels out there. Make sure not to sleep more than 30 minutes on the flight. Yeah, I don't have to play a game, so I might. We'll see. Okay, fair enough. You'll have like the little money liquor bottles, and that'll knock you right out. So. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, whatever. All right, that's it. Bye. See ya. See ya.